Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Your Manchester. Your Manchester is powered by TalkTot's Future Fibre, which has now arrived here in Manchester. Future Fibre broadband is ultra-fast and ultra-reliable, and with speeds of up to a whopping 900 megabits, it's fast enough to handle anything you can throw at it. Plus, you can connect over 75 devices at once. So bye-bye fighting over the Wi-Fi. As if it couldn't get any better, Future Fibre plans now come with an Amazon Aero mesh router, so you can get the latest in Wi-Fi 6 technology for free. To see if your postcode can get Future Fibre, search TalkTalk Future Fibre now. And Jake Quickenden joins us right now. How are you and welcome to the show? I'm great, thank you. How are you? Thanks for having me. Everybody's very excited about this, you know. Oh, thanks. They're very excited. For those people that, you know, have been living under a rock, tell people the story of Footloose. So Footloose, you know what? I had to do my research on this because I, I didn't really know much about it when I got offered the job. Um, so Footloose is basically following... Ren around, who you just saw in the uh, clip there. That's Josh. He's a marvellous actor and dancer and singer. Um, and he moves to a small little town called Beaumont where dancing has been banned. He's from Chicago, so he's used to kind of doing what he wants. Um, and he meets a bunch of people, me included. I didn't make the cut for the uh, advert. I was fuming. Um, but, um, yeah, no. <laughs> and, um, awkward. Yeah, awkward. And uh, he, um, he basically wants to overturn the fact that in Beaumont, dancing's not allowed, partying, music and everything like that. And it's just about kind of that and a few separate little journeys along the way. And honestly, it's just two hours of fun and dancing and singing and laughter. And there's some carcass of tunes in this as well, isn't there? I mean, obviously everyone's going to think about Footloose as its own, but there's more than that, isn't there? Yeah, there's so many bangers. Like, even... Even me, who I, I, I was aware of the film, I'd seen the film ages ago and stuff. Um, but as soon as I heard all the songs, I was like, I know that, I know that. There's Holding Out for a Hero, there's Mama Says, there's obviously Footloose. There's literally so many brilliant songs. Um, and it is just literally one banger after banger after banger. Um, and the audience don't get a chance to breathe, which is great. Like, we don't get a chance to breathe on, on the stage. You want to see me? I'm a sweaty mess when I come off. But it is just such a great show. I mean, I'm sure people would, would quite relish. Oh, nice fingers. I think Sorry. people would relish <laughs> the chance of seeing you in a, in a big sweaty mess. Um, you've had quite an eventful day today. Tell everybody what your day's been in so far. Yeah, so I've been stood outside <laughs> in Brighton by the beach in just my dressing gown and slippers because my hotel got hotel got evacuated because there was some chemical leak downstairs in the spa and I was in the I was in the in the pool at this point some geezer ran in and said we need to get out so I was like can I go get changed he said no you need to get out now so I basically just stood on Brighton Beach in my dressing gown for about 45 minutes so it's been it's been an interesting windy yeah, windy very yeah, windy lucky I, lucky I had my sunglasses on hey how's everything going for you since the well the pandemic must have been a bit of a horrible time for you but how's everything been since yeah, obviously, pandemic was a bit rubbish for everyone, wasn't it? Um, 
but we I stuck out there and I was doing a bit of bit bits and bobs. But it's just so lovely to be back on stage. Do you know what I mean? Like performing in front of big audiences and just kind of seeing the response that we're getting from the show. It's it's amazing. I've had I had a little baby in lockdown, so he's one on Saturday. Um, oh. I'm getting married in September, so it's all yeah. it's all yeah, it's all kicking off for me this year, and it's just um, it's really really great. And what keeps you going, Jake? What keeps you ticking along and keeps yourself inspiring yourself? Um, I just don't really like sitting still. I've got a lot of energy and I like testing myself and, and doing things that I enjoy. My dad, my dad said to me before he passed away, like, if you find something that you, that you like doing, you'll never work a day in your life. So I just I like doing things that I enjoy and kind of testing myself. And I've been lucky enough to get to where I am today. Um, like I say, bit of luck and a, and and being in the right place here and there, and I'm just gonna milk it and just enjoy it. And I've got obviously I've got Leo and my little stepson Freddie now, so they come first. And any jobs that I take is I'm just thinking about their future and and how I can help them really. So is that how you come and strike a nice work sort of play balance then, if you like work and family, I suppose. Yeah, that's that's kind of what it is now. Work and work and family, and obviously working away is not easy when you have got a family, but you've got to pay the bills and you've got to kind of keep ticking over. So, so for my uh, fiance, she understands and it's, and it's, it works. Do you know what I mean? It's not nice being away from the family, but it works. And, and um, I get to see him every weekend and it's, uh, yeah, it's great. And then just chilling out when I'm with them. And uh, a few of our viewers want to ask, how's the fitness going? Have you still managed to maintain that body that you're so known for throughout this lovely community? You know what? You know what? In lockdown, I kind of, I did let myself go a little bit. Um, and then I trained for a boxing match that I had in August last year. So I got in really good shape again. And then I let it go again. But now I'm in this show. There is a bit of, I'm not going to give too much away, but there is a point where I maybe do have to take my top off a little bit. Um, so I'm, But you're not yeah, as revealed as you were in hair? Not, not quite as, I don't think I can ever be as revealed as I was in hair. Um, but yeah, I I, uh, I, get, I take my top off, so I'm I'm back in the gym now, trying to get back fit. And for me, it's about I like fitness. I've always loved my fitness, but more so mentally now. I like kind of doing that and doing a bit of fitness, and it, it sorts my head out if I'm ever in a in a bad mood or if I've got a bit of anxiety. I think going to the gym sorts me out. So, so you'd recommend it to people then? Hundred percent. Like, and it doesn't even have to be the gym. It can be like just a nice long walk or. Just get out in the fresh air, go on a bike ride, take your dogs for a walk. Do you know what I mean? Like anything. I just feel like sometimes we get so caught up in our own heads, just like an hour doing something as simple as taking the dog for a walk can really clear your mind. So, yeah, that's why I do the gym more so nowadays. Now, uh, Footloose is coming to us very, very soon. Actually, it's coming at the end of this month. Yeah. Is it? You'll be yeah. in Manchester. Are you, going, are you going partying? Are you allowed to party now that you're a full-on family man? Uh. Well, yeah, I can still party. I'm not as good as partying as I used to be. I used to be a right partier, and now I'm I'm shocking. I have three beers, and I'm ready for bed. Um, and the hangovers get worse, don't oh, they? God, I, honestly, I can't deal with hangovers anymore, especially when you've got a one-year-old. They're not easy when you go home. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I definitely Manchester is my favourite place. Like, I, I was I was I lived there for four years. I, I love Manchester. The the nightlife you can't really beat it. Do you know what I mean? So um, there'll definitely be a few a few nights out. Definitely. So Footloose is coming to us February twenty eighth to March the fifth of this month um, of next month, I should say, at the Opera House. Why should people come and watch this wonderful musical? 
And I think just because we've had two, two shocking, shocking years of not being able to support the theatres and support live shows, and I think people have missed it. So I just think people need to come watch it, have fun, let their hair down, cut loose, foot loose, and have a dance and a sing. Do you know what I mean? So, um, and, and honestly, the, the talent in the show, it's just full of just unbelievable singers and dancers. And you get Darren Day in there as well, who's an absolute legend. Um, I didn't realise how much of a nice man he is until I started working with him. He's just such a diamond. Um, so, yeah, there's something for everyone. Um, and I would really say, if you want to just have a night where you just let go for a couple of hours, Footloose is a perfect thing. Hi, I'm Hayley and welcome to this week's On The Box. How's everyone doing? Now, the first film I would love to recommend is called Tall Girl. It's available on Netflix and it follows Jodie, who, after being bullied for years and years, finally gets the confidence to be who she really is. Now, February is, of course, LGBT plus history month. And out of all the films that are available, I would definitely recommend Carol. Now, that's a Marmite film. Some people love it, some people don't. Um, and that's usually because of the ending. I absolutely love it. It stars Kate Blanchett and it is absolutely wonderful and just gorgeous. And um, Brokeback Mountain is another one I'd recommend. That's currently available on Netflix. And when it came out, I think it was like 2005 or something like that. It's about 17 years old now. At the time, it was groundbreaking for a mainstream film to approach a gay romance in such a way. It, it's authentic, really, really authentic. Now, there is also A Portrait of a Lady on Fire. That is on BBC iPlayer still. It's still on my list. I haven't watched it yet, but it has so many rave reviews. And it's about a lady who's painting another lady and they fall in love. Now, that's it from me. I shall catch you next time. And remember... Stronger together. Bye. We that are true lovers run into strange capers. I pray you, do not fall in love with me, for I am falser than vows made in wine. Oh, how bitter a thing it is to look into happiness through another man's eyes. Are you so much in love as your rhymes speak? Your if is the only peacemaker. Much virtue in if. It is to be all made of fantasy, all made of passion, and all made of wishes. Well, we are now going to do a bit of something about a, a writer, perhaps, that you've never heard of before. Now, his name, uh, he's an up-and-coming writer. His name's William Shakespeare. And uh, very, very soon, there will be a, a piece of one of his, one of his, what he likes to call plays, uh, that will be on at the Lowry, everybody. Now, it's called As You Like It. And uh, we are joined now by Terry J. Donovan, everybody, uh, to tell us all about it. How are you? And welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I'm good, thank you. How are you? I mean, I jest. Everybody knows William Shakespeare. His plays are like what the world ticks around, basically around. Theatre is his, isn't it? 
I, I mean, essentially, he's been around for 400 years. You can't get away from him. <laughs> Even if you try to, you'd probably end up seeing it advertised somewhere in the world. Now, as you like it, it's, it's one of those that I'm not too... I've oh, just dropped my earpiece, that's good. Uh, it's one of those that I'm not too familiar with. Perhaps you could tell me the story of that there um, play. Oh, sure. So it centres around the relationship of Rosalind and Orlando. Uh, essentially... They are two upper-class people and uh, Rosalind is banished from her home and she is sent to the Forest of Arden, which is a strange, magical place in which she meets a lot of different characters. Um, I'm saying she right now. At the beginning of our play, Rosalind identifies as female, but throughout <sighs> all their gender identity. Uh, so there's a number of us who are genderqueer, exploring our identities so it's not the straight cut cis version that we all expect it is thank more goodness though i know well of course that's where the word drag comes from i mean women weren't statistically allowed to perform on the stage so it would write in the, in the margin of the thing such and such person enters dressed as girl which is drag that's where it comes from I did not know that. That's not yeah, because women weren't allowed to perform, but it's a shame, really, isn't it? So we've got a step further that way, and then we've got a step further that way. What makes this one, this version of As You Like It, so much better, other than what you've just said? I mean, it's a bunch of Northerners doing it, so that is a definite benefit. I think we have a lot of fun with it. It is joyous it is uplifting you're not going to get bogged down in the language i know that a lot of people really struggle with shakespeare's language it can be really difficult to get your head round but i think in this production we've really simplified it we've really enjoyed the language and allowed it and given it to the audience essentially for them to enjoy too not just us actors on stage rolling yeah in. now you're playing um, audrey in this I am indeed. Tell us about this fantastic person. Uh, Audrey is a raunchy goat herder who uh, gets her eye on uh, a touchstone who is a drag fool um, in our production. And she casts her eye on him and she says, absolutely, here I go. Let's get married to him and, you know, try and get off with as many people as possible. Because the thing about Shakespeare was, you know, everybody thinks about the one story, the main story. But within each of these plays, there's so many subcontexts of stories, isn't there? They are the, the, the old fashioned, if not the modern day soap operas. I mean, they completely are. And I think it's definitely the subplots that really keep the audience, audience engaged. I think we're so used to like nowadays following different stories which have all these subplots within them. But it was really Shakespeare that invented that. I mean, you look at his contemporaries at the time and they did not have that at all. They just had the one plot and it went through the story. They didn't have these little subplots. And that's why Shakespeare has <laughs> kept going, essentially, because he has all these essential elements in his storytelling that keeps us as an audience engaged. It's amazing. Now, uh, you talk about the story twisting slightly and how you're making the story kind of brought up to modern day acceptance as i call it not modern day story but modern day acceptance um what about the, the setting of it all is it still set in the big sort of shakespearean era or have you brought that into a different context now we have we have slightly i mean it's still oldy worldy but the way that the costume design has gone by mal parry um the way they've 
looks at the costume is they've taken elements of the Elizabethan and brought it into the present day. So it means that there's a lot of colour, there's a lot of layers, there's a lot of corsets, but it's very fun and very bold. It does sound a lot of fun. I don't normally get too excited about thinking about people going watching lots of Shakespeare. I mean, how long is the duration of this play each night? It's three hours. I know. I know. But I mean, but it doesn't feel like it. Yeah, but three hours is 12 minutes less than Les Miserables. So, I mean, you're, you're all right there, really, aren't you? People should come and watch this show and this play because why, Terry? I think if you, if you love Shakespeare, if you love theatre in general, please come see it. Like, theatre's had a massive struggle in the last couple of years. This play is a joyous celebration of what theatre is and what it can be. So um, please do come. It's Joe Britton, your neurosculpting performance coach for another minute of Mojo. Sometimes you just feel really fed up with life. That was me last week when I got up in the morning to discover that my car had been stolen from the driveway overnight. And I went through a ton of emotions from complete shock and disbelief to anger, frustration, a feeling of violation and all sorts of other things. And I know whilst I try to reframe it and think, well, okay, it's just a car it's insured and I reported it to the police and I started the insurance claim process. I still felt really, really fed up. And so in those moments, it's actually okay to feel like that. And one of my go-to mojo boosting tools is actually to take a bit of hippo time and to wallow in that feeling of feeling fed up, that's okay. But knowing that hippo time is only a temporary thing before I get into practical action-taking mode and move forward. So whenever you're feeling fed up, you can take a bit of hippo time, but no, it's not a permanent thing. I'll be back next time for another minute of Mojo. In the meantime, you can come and connect with me on my Instagram page, joebritton.mojo, for more Mojo fueling tools, tips, techniques, and motivation. Do see it's always very important to have a bit of good mojo. I can't believe she had a cast all I know, year. right? That's terrible, isn't it? Could you imagine if they did that? Remember that, like, really hurts. I know. Could you imagine if they did that with my helicopter? I'd be seething. I really, really would. The Listen, there's a there's a, <laughs> it's just my nickname. Um, there's a wonderful venue that is getting more and more well known, and I can't believe it's been there for so many years, yeah. and I've not heard too much about it. It's uh, called Stoller Hall, and it's got a year-long programme that's just about to be launched. So we thought we'd get our lovely friend Healy straight into the studio to talk to us. Hello, how are you? Hi, I'm good, thank you. How are you? Thanks for waiting. It's been a busy show. Violins are up behind you there. I'm sensing oh, classicalness nice. and dedication. <laughs> now, what is your involvement with Stoller Hall? So I run the venue. So I, I do everything from um, working out what we're going to programme and how we're going to do it, how we're going to communicate it to people, how we're going to get people to come and see it. Um, to making sure that the toilets are clean and that the staff where they need to be and just all the practical things as well. It's amazing. Where is Stoller Hall? Uh, we are right opposite Victoria Station in the middle of Manchester. Um, so if you come out of Victoria Station, we're, we're right in front of you. You sort of go to the right down next to the arena and we're there. It's got so many good things going on. I mean, wow. we've been sent interviews by various PR companies over the last few months and we, we're like Stoller Hall, Stoller Hall, Stoller yeah. Hall. And it's just, it's, I mean, you're launching, we're looking at... I mean, 
tell us about some of the events that you've got coming to this place then, please. Because, I mean, we could just there, list there's them. There's so many because you're obviously you're doing Sound and Nature brought to light. You've got so much happening over the year. We I got this press release now. There's so much here. I think it's best to get Fran to explain it. Yeah. Well, if I can remember it all, because there is a lot. Um, so yeah. we've kind of decided for 2022 that we want to really focus on people's connection with nature through music and get people to think about um, the climate and the environment and the importance of it and how that affects how everybody feels. Um, and so that's kind of what we've, we've put in place for people to come and see for the next 12 months, really. Um, and we're starting with, um, well, tomorrow we have um, kind of a launch, a little bit of a launch night with Freedom to Roam. Um, which is a, a it's going to be a combination of a documentary film about connections and how, how humanity and nature connect um, and that's going to be followed by a whole album performance of a folk group um, which involves is a collaboration of, of various performers um, and, and yeah and then we've got a series of things through the year ranging from um, an event with bone conducting headphones where you can listen to Vivaldi and it's a, a, a composition called Mel Melting Shifting Liquid World so, sorry, say that again. Bone conducting headphones. Yes. yes. So the, the first half of the concert, um, this is on the uh, 23rd of March. The first half of the concert is going to be a performance of the Vivaldi's Four Seasons, but it's going to be interactive. Oh, love it. And then the second love half it. is a new composition called Melting Shifting Liquid World. I have to be very careful when I say that. Um, and it's going to be performed with live musicians and with bone conducting headphones as well. So the audience will be able to hear what's in the room as well as what's going on in the background pre-recorded. So it'll blend together in a really kind of... I mean, I can imagine that cool. that must be a bit disconcerting being on the same bill as Vivaldi. I mean, he kind of knows his music already, <laughs> yeah. doesn't he? I think he huh? knows what he's doing, yeah. But, but mm, the, yeah. the interpretation of his piece that they're going to do and um, that we're going to have in the atrium is going to... So there's, there's um, bits of Vivaldi's Four Seasons talk about things like birdsong. Um, so we're going to have an installation where the, the music will come from up a ladder, which feels like it's in a tree. So it kind of will be all surround sound. So it'll be like like you're in the in the music, really, is what we're trying to create. Now, it's not all classical music that you guys are doing. There are things out there that's happening for families. Well, I know you've got the race to space, the musical adventure happening for families and kids. What exactly can people expect from that? So that, I'm really excited about that one. So that's um, it's going to be suitable for everybody, really. It's 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 an introduction to to music and musical instruments, but it's all framed around going to space. So basically, the people on stage oh. are going to take everybody in the audience through a kind of exploration of trying to find a new planet, um, and and there'll be loads of interaction and loads of fun. And, and yeah, I think it'll just be a great great afternoon. I'm, I'm really looking forward to that one. And we're trying to do some more things through the year as well. So we're planning, um, we're going to do something called Battle of the Elements um, for families in June. Um, so yeah, lots of exciting plans. It sounds fantastic. It's, uh, it really does. How would you entice people to, I mean, it's, it's right near to where they can get a train in. It's yeah. right near to buses. How do we tell people this is the venue to be going to? I think I, I just encourage people to come and try it. It's fabulous. You know, it's, it's, it's been there for, we opened in 2017 and obviously we've been closed for a whole pattern in the middle of that. So it, it doesn't feel like we've been there very long. So we're still quite new. We want people to just come and come and try it. You know, we've got all sorts going on from classical music and folk and jazz, spoken word, comedy. Um, yeah, family things, everything. And there's something for everybody. And, and it's a great space. It's just, you know, when you come through the doors, it's just a beautiful space to be in and a great experience. You feel like you're really close to the to the music and to what's going on on stage. And yeah, it's just a lovely atmosphere. How long has the space been there for? Because I'm guessing if it's in that kind of area, it's been there for a fair while. So it, the, the building itself has been there since 2012. So it's fairly um, recent. And then the Stoller Hall was put in once the funding was available in 2017. But we're right, right yeah. next to, we're right next to Cheaton School of Music and we're kind of, we join onto the site. Yeah. So we're also a shared facility for the school, um, for Cheaton School of Music. And um, on the same site, we've got Cheaton's Live 
Library, which is the oldest English-speaking library in the world. So our yeah. kind of we've got buildings that are six hundred plus years old to our brand new Stoller Hall. It's like walking through time, Flower. Yeah, it it's like walking you know, through it, time. It, it feels like it's it's giving music something new to go to. You know, yeah. it's, it, there's something for everyone. It's exactly like you say. Yeah, that's incredible. Yeah. yeah, it's a lovely space, and I think there's just I'm hoping what we can do through the the Sounds and Nature program that we're doing is because it's a bit of everything, everything's mixed in, and I'm hoping people will just come and maybe try things that they've not come to before. A year long events, a year long events. It gives you something awesome. to see every night. It does, does it? Thank you, Fran. Thank you very much. Here's your roundup of what's on across Greater Manchester. Next week, Footloose opens at the Opera House, and Dolly Parton's smash hit musical Nine to Five opens at the Palace. Both run until the fifth of March. Over at Hope Mill Theatre, the premiere of My Favourite Place in the Whole Wide World, a new play by award-winning local writer Ian Townsend. This tells the story of two people in search of love and purpose in a world of confusion and loss, running from the 1st to the 6th of March. Rush, a joyous Jamaican journey, is on at the Lowry on Wednesday the 2nd of March, a story of reggae music and the Windrush generation, narrated by comedian John Simmett and featuring live ska, calypso, gospel, dancehall and reggae music, played by the JA Reggae Band. And on Thursday the 3rd of March, Stand Up and Feel Good, a comedy night which showcases brilliant female talent from across the North West. All ticket proceeds go to Contact Hostel, which supports homeless teenage girls from across Greater Manchester. And remember, if you have an event you'd like us to mention, just drop us a line. Contact us at yourmcr.com. Well, that's it for today's show. Today's episode of Your Manchester has been powered by Talk Talk Future Fibre, the UK's fastest and most reliable broadband technology, which is now available here in Manchester. To see if your postcode can get Future Fibre, search Talk Talk Future Fibre right now.